Okay, Corey and I are energy. Motivation. Corey and I are arguing about whether which Ru- airhead is the best player. Which so if you didn't hear what Heather just said because she's a mumbler, airheads. <laughs> We're talking about Corey. <laughs> are red airheads better than the other colors? White bottom of the rung. Bottom of the rung. That little mystery flavor that was just the trash that they didn't mix together. I don't really like orange flavored things. No, and I think it's a little overpowering. But I wager purple is best. Heather has put a purple one in front of me <laughs> that I can't have it till after the good guest. <laughs> I want you guys listening to a drill. <laughs> okay, Corey, what is this podcast? Welcome to the Baking It Down podcast. Why do you have to turn into a news anchor? Because it, I'm trying to do more energy, more energy, more, more passion. passion. <laughs> okay, go on. Welcome to the Baking It Down podcast. We are your hosts today, Heather and Corey Miracle. You twins. gotta quiet it down. This Heather thing is like trying to figure out where your voice is, and okay. it's all over the map. Okay. How about this? Small energy. (laughs) Hey, welcome to the Baking It Down podcast. We're your hosts, Corey and Heather Miracle. We run a group on Facebook called Sugar Cookie Marketing Group. That level of small energy. (laughs) (laughs) Do that energy. You can also scooch back a little bit. Listen. I feel like your head is going to go A chair on carpet isn't scooching anywhere. Oh, God. Small energy. Should we start over? No. <laughs> this is Baking It Down. <laughs> okay, now we got to start over. No, this is the Baking It Down podcast with Sugar Cookie Marketing Group on Facebook. It's a Facebook group of what, 42? Five now? 42, five. Corey has slowly been letting people in. We talk about marketing sales, cottage home bakeries, lots of memes. They're really fire. If you don't laugh at my memes, I'll remove you from the group. <laughs> And this is an extension of that group with the topics we often seen asked over there because Corey says bakers can't always scroll. They you like can't. to listen. You know what? When I am like elbow deep in dough, I want to listen to something. Do that you, isn't my family you, complaining. You last week said something that made me realize you've never listened to this podcast. No, yeah, I do listen to it. You said, when does the intro music play? Literally, listening to one would have told you. You know why I do that? Because you'll be like, eh. And then I, I'm like, oh, wow, wait, that was... Wait, wait, And... <laughs> okay, what is the topic you wanted to dig into today? So this is a topic everyone wants to talk about. Well, and it is. Well, <laughs> When do you bring up pricing? There, and I... So we had this conversation literally a minute ago. But I'd wager that there is a happy medium. We don't want to say, hello, I'm $68 a dozen. <laughs> that is rough. What is your current per dozen rate for an average order? Between 70 and 75. Well, they're in place. So. <laughs> hey, <laughs> butter and cheap. Okay, <laughs> money back. <laughs> so, Corey was saying, you want to give us the example of the issue yesterday? So, I got an email yesterday from a lady who said her baker canceled on her. So, if you're listening, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> and she, she said, someone had eaten your cookies at a party and recommended you to me. So, she was a referral. The person who ate the cookies didn't buy them, though. So she did not there have any no concept anchor. There's of no price pricing. She right. just said the cookies tasted good. Thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs> so her baker canceled on her. She needed cookies in under a week. Just so, a dozen. rush order. But you say she mentions one keyword over four times. She said the word simple designs four times in the email. Which is indicative of, I want this to be cheaper. It is simple. Yes. So the info photo she sent, because I was like, let's take a look at what these simple designs are. While they were, what was it? Basic designs, the elements 
were actually right. intricate. There was a lot of gold detailing, a lot of lettering, and a lot of colors. Right. So you could have a complex set that looks simple, but to execute was actually... Yeah. And I usually go up if there's metallics and a lot of lettering, because that takes the most time and the most time, money. But also, yeah, more ingredients cost. Yeah. Generate ain't cheap. <laughs> That's what I've heard. <laughs> so then you end up introducing price here as soon as you get that inspo photo. It, just because I knew she was saying the word simple so much, price was going to be an issue. I could just feel it. Or a motivator. Or a motivator. But I wanted to get it out of the way so I wasn't wasting her time or my time. Right. Hello, my name is $76. <laughs> so I actually didn't even charge a rush fee because I already felt like price was going to be an issue. That was that would be not my take, what I would have done. Ooh, extra rush fee. <laughs> I would have said, if you thought price was going to be an issue, I like the podcast we had about toot your own horn, say, oh, typically I would charge a rush fee. Mm -hmm. I'll waive that. Because if you waive something that they don't know exists, you earn no points. Here's the thing, though. If you're $30 right. so the over big what she is wants. the lady goes, Corey. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> she didn't go, Corey. She said she ended up finding somebody else. So I was like, yeah, let's do this. Like after I quoted her. Yeah. She's like, crazy story. Yeah. <laughs> Last night. You're lucky she wrote back at all. <laughs> yeah. No, I appreciate that she turned me down. And I know a thousand percent it was pricing, but she did have a very long excuse or whatever. Hey, like, some of us don't like confrontation, okay? No, so I'm, we just, use our words I'm just glad she turned me down in excuses. faster than later. Right. So backing up to the – let's dissect it. Sure. Okay. So you're saying in here that price being introduced at the front – and I do agree. I agree with Corey on everything. She's everything. <laughs> no, I agree with Corey on the point that she says, I knew price would be an issue. The longer I spent delaying introducing price into this, the more time I'm spending on something that won't produce Here's money. the thing. If time is money, the more time I spend talking up the designs, what I can do, my flavors – that money from that time I spent has to come from somewhere. It's coming from something else's profits or from my wallet mm. because so she is have, not a paying customer quite yet. Right. So there's the happy there's the happy balance to to build up the value proposition to convince somebody. A lot of what we say no, like our objections, just because the value hasn't exceeded what we think. Yeah. So to typically supersede the value proposition is to be able to talk about it. But then there's this thing: is when are you? Trying to convince a tire kicker to buy the exactly. Tire. So she already came with me with just a tinge bit of value. Someone had tasted them, right? So we had. Well, we know that it tastes good, but we don't have a price anchor, and we know that simple design has been mentioned four times in just the intro. We had a price anchor that I didn't know of. Whoever the baker was before me had anchored oh, her somewhere. Right, right. Of course, I didn't want to be nosy. I'm like, how did you? But what the original baker did, should they have had canceled, they did not anchor her to the rush fee that she was now paying. Oh, for Likely sure Likely introduced not. to for that set. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. So I didn't. I When she said simple four times, I knew like. Like, we're on different pages. The Rush Bee is like another chapter. <laughs> <laughs> There's a book that's stuck in my brain. So what we have, Corey estimates that she likely was at a 30-something dollar price point, and Corey would be coming at 100% higher than what she thought the value proposition was already saying. There's at. no amount of value I could add to talk someone 100% over right. what their budget that was. Is, and then, and again, there's this rush fee that was never mentioned, but in hindsight, would have been. Would typically been. be there. Right. So Corey's argument is that you got to know when to pull the proverbial plug. 
like before you spent too much time and effort and energy trying to convince somebody that was never going to be convinced. Yeah, because it'll hurt your feelings more if she would have canceled after we came up with the designs. I asked her the lettering. Do you like this font? Right. But you also don't want to be the person who's like, I started at 76. Now I'll get back. Like there has to be this happy gray area where you've done a cons- enough yeah. convincing, but you realize, okay, so Corey worked as a sleazy car salesman. That's I why. did. Now she's a sleazy cookie salesman. <laughs> But you said that at the dealership, there was a point at which it was cheaper to have the person just leave the dealership with nothing in their hands than to continue to facilitate them just taste testing test drives. Right. So you, on every order, you have what the car cost, and then you have your margin on top of that. The margins are slim to be competitive. You can talk your margins down so much that it's cheaper for them to leave this dealership and have someone new come and try to sell them on the car than it is to sell them the car. You know, you always meet those people and they're like, yeah, I wheeled and dealed at the dealership for 10 hours. I'm like, what is that poor sales person? Like, how are they? Did they survive? When I just bought my car, I hated how he treated me. We were best buds until he gave me that offer. And then he acted like we didn't know each other. <laughs> Hello. Who I was are like, you? sir, we just like, are you broke? 15 <laughs> minutes in the car. I don't have that yeah, friends with broke people. And like, would it make eye contact with me while I'm looking at this? offer letter. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I guess he convinced you to buy it. <laughs> I liked it. Yeah. And then I was like, all right, if you could change this number, I'll take it. And he's like, oh, God. Oh, interesting. But that comes to that learned behavior of reading the room. Yeah. Not, not making eye contact said he wasn't confident in the offer. Exactly. Like, like the did, uh, car must have made enough eye contact. They were like, yeah, I'll take it. Despite oh, yeah. the sure. lack of sales. Now, one time... And X wanted to go car shopping, so we went there. I guess uh, I was just like a bum. I wasn't trying to buy a car, but maybe he looked like a bum as well. But the test driver is just so like, this is inconvenient. Clearly. So that isn't the solution either. Did Rob buy the car? No. Did he buy another car that was just as crappy? Yes. Yeah. So it could have been the salesman, but he was like, well, I don't think you're going to make a sale, so I'm not even going to try with the value proposition. Right. I think there is a happy medium. I am higher priced for my area. So what I like to do is get to the pricing question a lot sooner than most. It's in my, you know, where you have the little like estimated how much does it cost to go here on my Facebook uh-huh. page. Like I have all four of the dollar signs. Which is such a relative thing. I know. Because also cars are all four dollar signs <laughs> or cheaper cars yeah, are Me $1. and Mercedes have four dollar signs. Right. <laughs> what is Friday Lamborghini? I don't know. But I think you think, okay, cookies. Well, it is four dollar signs. It's not going to cost $70,000. What I think is the... That dollar sign is a symbol that whatever you think it is, it's going to be more or less. A little bit, right? Yeah. I have the cookie college as a single dollar sign. That's too cheap. cheaper than a car. It is great investment. Cheaper than a car. You could use it to buy a car. <laughs> so uh, I have it in my form. It's at the top in the little bio. Set start at. Okay, what happened to this lady then? Why she she bypassed. Boy, she bypassed the boy pass because whatever that lady knew was my email address and gave it straight to her. Oh, so she didn't even need the farm, oh. <laughs> the farm or the farm. <laughs> so, okay. So when we come back, let's dissect this further. She initially, she goes past the form, which would have been the first point of, now let me ask you this on the form. Do you have some pictures leading into the abrasive? Here's how much I start at. Mm-hmm. Great. Mm-hmm. So that kind of soft, again, we get the value proposition. Yeah. That's why I love the form because if if you see the form and you're like, oh, it's $75. And are like, you came from an Instagram post. You yeah. loved what you saw. You well, go the Instagram to the form. Instagram is a huge value proposition, picture based. Absolutely. Convincing. Then you come to the form and you see $75. And that's so far out of your budget yeah. that you don't even, you know, submit the form. That's great. Though. Yeah. That's exactly what that was designed for. In my autoresponder on Facebook, we, it has how much is your base price per dozen. You oh, can that, click. Great. 
I've had so many people like, oh, thank you so much. That's out of my budget. Like, but I didn't even spend time talking. Like, I didn't type that. That was an auto response. Yeah, price motivated. Now, I know people are probably thinking, well, if you had spent more time cultivating the lead, you could have gotten them to jump from whatever the price they were anchored to to your price was. And you're not wrong. That could happen. Mm-hmm. But that is a time investment. So here's what Corey and I were saying. Corey said, I knew the, she wasn't going to move on the design. She, and I said, well, could she have moved on the number of cookies? Corey's like, we're already at a dozen. Like, we, we were, we're going to go. Yeah, yeah, right. Like it wasn't like she was asking for three dozen where you do have some wiggle uh-huh. room or some sizing. Like let's go smaller and some sizes. And at the end of the day, she needed it in five days. In five days. Right. So already with the rush order, I know some of you are like, if you can, you can. If you can't, you can't. No, that's not the way rush orders are. Rush orders are if you can't, but with enough money, you can be bribed right. too. That and I always be nice. I didn't even say that there was a rush order. But because of the way that she worded that, that first sentence, simple, simple, simple. Right. So simple, 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 but this is exactly what I want. And here's a very detailed photo Uh of it. Corey said the only chess piece left to move was pricing. And that's what she was hoping I'd move on. And Corey's like, well, I wasn't going to move on it because I wouldn't have made enough profit to make it worth my time. Mm -hmm. It would have taken the window of opportunity from somebody else who would have come in at the price point. So the concept is, and that's why I say people who don't have business emergency funds will end up moving on price. Because doing something feels more valuable than doing nothing, but you can be working at a loss. So in essence, doing nothing can be more valuable at times than doing something. And that's what I think I'm a little scared when people start moving on price. There is no wrong answer what you charge with price. That's why this topic is- there is is a wrong answer. Literally working at a loss Okay, working at a loss- Working at a loss for a charity that could get you more money- That's strategic giving. Okay, but you're still working at a loss- for marketing. Hopes. Yeah, but so say if you're just starting out, okay. you have no sales for the next month. Right. And someone's like, okay, I can only afford $50 a dozen. Do you think it behooves them to maybe use that as a marketing tool? To- I'd say use it as a portfolio builder, yes. But make a cognizant decision that my profit on this will be 0%, which yeah. means I'm working as long as you cover your labor costs. You're just working at cost. Right. If you don't know your prices, you could be working. I will say this. At no point does it make sense to work at a loss unless it's for strategic charity or giving. Absolutely. That's why to myself, I have made a promise. You will not charge less than $70 a dozen. So if someone's like, yeah, I'm at 65. I'm like, we're not, we're not together because for this to be worth it, I'm not a fast decorator, but I'm not a slow decorator. I'm in the in-between. So I know a lot of people would say, well, it's five bucks. I would have moved on that. But here is this. Move the other chess pieces first. Hey, okay, well, I'm, we're at 70, 65. What I can do is drop out the gold and we can meet mm-hmm. you at that price point. But so you did meet them at 65, but you took out some additional cost, which mm-hmm. allows you that wiggle room. Like, I hate mixing gold. The gold, generous gold is expensive. It's amazing, but it is expensive. And when I hate mixing it, it gets everywhere. Huh? And it requires a lot of cleaning of little brushes. So taking that out, could that, yeah, I actually charge more when you ask for gold because yeah. of that. So there is wiggle room. However, Corey and this potential client were 100% off. Like we haven't even, even chit-chatted about gold yet. <laughs> yeah. So that is what the argument is here is when, well, I guess what is, if you could tell them like a thesis statement of this podcast, what is it? When should you introduce pricing in a conversation? I think it's going to be on a case-by-case basis. I think there's clients that you can tell the budget is not even an issue. They want this specific design, the specific color. In fact, when you try to nail them, they just keep adding more to mm-hmm. the 
And I think you kind of know, like, this person isn't going to be scared away. Introduce it. But you can see they're like, yeah, anyways, let's keep adding to this. Yeah. I think if someone emails me and was like, hey, I'm looking for a baby shower for this date. I was wondering if you had any availability. Here's what I was thinking as far as design. The big one, you know, like for the ocean, like mm-hmm. they're turning one. I was like, what? The big, the big one. one. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> the big quote one. <laughs> <laughs> to me, I can use my pizzazz and my sales to not only introduce pricing in that second point of contact, uh-huh. while also selling them on the value. I That would probably be the blend of the both right there is probably the best sales So that's approach. second, that's second contact. If the third contact is them balking on price of it, what is your next move? Like, I would say let's come off the original order requirement. Like let's do fewer cookies, smaller cookies, fewer colors, fewer yeah. designs. And try to meet them. But again, I put you at less than $70 a dozen. Is that something you're willing to do when the work order adjusts for an easier set? I know you'll say yes to a set if it's easy enough. Oh, if it's like the same shape? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So 70 for a complex design is your... Not a complex. You want a few different designs and, and colors. Yeah, I have got... I hate mixing okay, colors. what if I... Okay, the lung cookies. That? I could have come on. <laughs> <laughs> Corey had gotten... Uh, an order of just one design and two colors, right? Lungs. It, w- he, it was an order of three designs. Most oh. of them were the lungs. But remember, <laughs> he wanted ones that said just breathe on the date. Right. Okay. Okay. Well, but it was a large order. It was three dozen, right? Six dozen. Six dozen. But it was all lungs. Most of them lungs. <laughs> <laughs> Would you – let's pretend he didn't have that one specific cookie and it was straight up lungs. Oh, I – that's two colors. Would you come off of the $70 dozen for to, – To make the sale? Yeah. I would come as low as $65 a dozen only. Mm-hmm. Anything below that I could not because at the end of the day, the dough's expensive. I hate rolling. I hate making colors. And it was a different consistency for the brachioles. Oh, God forbid. <laughs> <laughs> the brachioles. Wouldn't want this different consistency for the brachioles. <laughs> but, okay. That's what I'm also thinking. Now, what is not factored? I feel like this podcast is discombobulated. It's not. No? It, the thing with pricing is everyone has an opinion on it. So no one's technically wrong. I think, okay, I'll say that there is a right answer. The most. You can charge that they're willing to pay is always the right answer. To me, it's a custom thing that you're opting to buy for a party that could survive off Oreos. (laughs) (laughs) So price, at the end of the day, you are going to pay a premium because it's custom made to you. Once the client locks in with the fact that this is food, you, you're going to lose the sale. You have to. They're not seeing the value as food. This right. is, this they is have to see the custom gift. Yeah. The perfect, customized, tailored gift, the hard to gift. To me, if I hear the word custom, it has price tags associated. Mm-hmm. I see dollar signs. Mm-hmm. When I'm buying something as a consumer, you know? Uh-huh. I say this is probably going to be expensive because it's custom made for me. Mm -hmm. So I already think that when you're coming to me, you already know you're going to pay more. Wherever you've anchored your price to, whether it be a baker down the road or it be. Would you rather a a custom virgin that has never anchored to anything and then you get to slap them with the 76? Yes. Really? When someone has not purchased from someone else before, yeah. I get way less pushback. Really? Yeah. Because at the end of the day, it is food. Well, why? Then I'm going to have to ask the client, why aren't you with the person that originally quoted you? Probably. They're so yes. low. The person's booked. Absolutely. <laughs> the market with the invisible hand of the market spanks us and yeah. it guides us. Yeah. 
you can be priced so low that you're booked out for months. But you're also, if you're, you can also be priced so low that you're going out of business faster than most. That's why it's a slow death. Like you're not going out of business tomorrow, but you're slowly going out of business each and every order you do. Right. That's why I'm saying that there is a price at which doing nothing, it makes you more money than doing something. Yeah. Yeah. There's fewer Botox appointments. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Okay. So so let's go back to the original thing. You came in at 76. She knew that. that I came in at 70. Yeah. She knew it. She knew it. What was the response after that? Was that the 24 hours and you say, let's do this? No, here's what's crazy. I hit her with the price and she's like, oh, okay. Here's what the invite looks like. Can you incorporate these colors? Don't be like, man, we had already talked about design. I quoted you on what you originally said, and now you're adding a little bit more. Because I would say, I'd wager she said, I don't think it's that, yeah. I'm not convinced on the value yet. So here, add more colors, and then maybe I can Absolutely. Because at now first- we're, Now we're too, we're too far away. Oh, we're, because, that's why I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she's saying, okay, it's not, my original quote is not worth what you just quoted, but if you add more colors, then I can come up uh-huh. to 70. But then Corey's profit comes down. And again, we've never even introduced a rush fee. We never even introduced. So five o'clock rolled around. Mm-hmm. You know, that's when I shut the little, shut the laptop. So I was like, I'll get back to her in the morning. Obviously we have now four days. You know? <laughs> so I, in this morning, this morning when I woke up at nine o'clock, I said, let's do it. What's the name of the baby? <laughs> and she's like, so this is a crazy The name story. of the baby is called not you. <laughs> So I appreciate her telling me now, but it was definitely the price and we were very far away. She didn't say the price. She didn't say, but the story was crazy that she, right. Wires were crossed. Some some of us don't need confrontation. (laughs) Yeah. Typically do people ghost when that you say, Hey, let's do this. Typically if they're not going to buy from you or the, is there a sponsor? Is there typically not? It depends the avenue they come through. If you came through the form you're going to book because you already have been inundated with the pricing twice. Forms are great because they set a lot of expectations. The same reason why I believe that car dealerships have these window sticker. Yeah. Kind of let the tire kickers get a vibe. Right. But since like business card and my emails listed on like the website and the Facebook page, people will bypass the form and go straight to the email. Then I get a little anxious because you've not seen the price yet. Can I introduce you to this form? <laughs> Did you see my signature start? That's what we Have you met my friend Form? <laughs> so, okay, that's an interesting thing. Would you have wanted to salvage this sale? Is, is there anything? Corey's we were not, so, your head violently. We never. were so far apart. I could tell even – I told my husband I was, I was reading this email. I was like, oh, this isn't going to work out. He's like, are you going to budget yeah, price? Me and you. <laughs> me and you and the sale. He was like, are you going to budget price to make it? I said, right now we're so far apart. I said, she said the word simple design four times in that she's booked with another baker who canceled on her and I'm getting ready to hit her with a high price tag of a custom set done in record time. We're not seeing eye to right. here. My fear also, and I don't think people calculate this as much, if Corey came, if she's like, okay, well, that was the original quote, $70, I want more colors. Now you've got her believing that you also don't think your initial quote was aligned with the value I know, I did. I felt a little slighted. Right. But if Corey, which I know a lot of bakers would be like, eh, what is a couple more colors to mix? No, you've got this client knowing that they can get you to question your quote. Yeah, now they so can get what more, more for less. Absolutely. And now, and what we don't typically see when you do bend your own rules, is you've got a lead source that's telling other people, push her on the price. Mm-hmm. So anybody that gets pretend that you guys did live happily 
ever after with the sale. Yeah. Anybody that comes from her referral source as a referral yeah. source knows that if you can push Corey on price, you'll get more. So now you see that Corey's entire business has gone a rung down in price point with additional confrontation, which a lot of us don't like. Right. Myself mostly. Yeah. That And so now Corey's almost breeding referral lead sources that are training other people to yeah. fight and com- bring down that price. One time I had this customer, she had twins that they were doing this uh, princess birthday set for. Yeah. She ordered the names of the kids on two of the cookies. Mm-hmm. But when I confirmed like, hey, pickups tomorrow, here's a look at your order. She's like, oh, I can't wait to see the happy birthday ones. Okay, that was not on her order. Immediate heart drop. Yeah, so what I said, I said, actually, you didn't order anything with the word happy birthday on it. If you want to, we can add two of those cookies, and it will be $6 each. Let me know, and I'll send you the invoice. She's like, oh, I totally forgot. No, let's scratch those. I did. Do you think most bakers would have run to the kitchen? I actually posted it in the Sugar Cookie Margin Group. People were, like, appalled that I would not bend the rule uh-uh. just to make her – Okay, These and everyone, things. hey, listen, you're running your own business. You can run it in the ground if you want to. You're not going to stop. <laughs> At the end of the day, yes, I could have absolutely – the colors were made. But what you would have done, it, whether the client knew it or not, I guarantee that she just was forgot about it. Yeah, for sure. I know everyone's always like, no, the client was trying to get free cookies. We pulled 40,000 bakers, and the average number of refunds they offer in an entire given year is 0.5. Yeah, nobody's, I, I nobody's would, money laundering. I know. I never oh, in my mind did that. I feel like that lady was trying to get one over on me. Right. I felt like I don't want her to get the cookies tomorrow and think that there was a happy birthday. Right. One so on you there. set expectations, but you gave an alternative. Yeah. Right. I, I like would, that. Buy it if you want it. I'm offering it to you. But the fact that a baker would be like, oh, man, you just throw it in there. It doesn't take a lot of time. But it takes time. Again, we have the argument is doing nothing more co- is more business yeah. savvy than doing something. And, yes, that's most of mm-hmm. the time, especially if you don't know your numbers and you're compromising on price. Now, okay, when people are like, well, you know, sometimes – yeah, I think discounts are great as long as they only touch your profit margin and do- and don't wipe it out completely. You, you can't and use afford it to take – it like people don't see it. If I want you to reach into your wallet and take out five dollars and hand it to your client, that because that's physically what you're doing when you undercut yourself. Uh-huh. The money has to come from somewhere. But what is the client? The client. The, I, I saw this like TikTok. It was like the first time, thank you. The second time, cool. The third time, expected. The fourth time, why am I not getting? It? I know. So you're creating your own hellscape. Yeah. When you do things that undercut your own business, especially when nobody necessarily asked. At the end of the day, what I like to do, I want to quote correctly. Uh huh. And if I throw in an extra cookie that matches the set or says thank you on it on my own accord. I know I've still been compensated the way I should in the expectation. You got an extra cookie, but I still got what I but deserve to be paid. But also consider this. Adding an extra cookie is extremely business savvy because your cost of cookies is very low, mm-hmm. right? You're adding a percentage of profit and labor and stuff. So adding an extra cookie versus taking $5 off are not the same. Even though your cookie is valued at $5, it does not cost you $5. Right. So it is a much better bargaining chip to add basic cookies rather than to discount the price. That's not, say that one more time because that, that's a good, a good thing. Because the value that we have, typically custom cookies are around 5 to $6 each. Mm-hmm. So say what you said. It Again. is a better business decision to add in extra cookies that are valued at 5 to $6 each because they don't cost us 5 to $6 each than to turn around and take $5 off of an order because it does cost us $5 yeah. to take $5 off. Yeah. But they can both have the same effect. 
the client got something they did not deserve and are thankful for it. Yeah. Yeah. So that is something to keep in mind. That's why when people are like, you know, could you re obviously Corey and I like just refund it and move on and open that slot to something else. But in the event that you say, okay, that, that set was rather expensive, giving somebody a free next dozen of cookies could be more cost effective than refunding the last order. Just keep in mind that your cost of ingredients your co- doesn't include all of the cost. So it's a better bargaining chip. It's a better bargaining chip. The thing is, I'm in the camp of always introducing pricing as soon as you possibly can while also giving the value because the money from the time you spent uh-huh. going back and forth is coming from uh-huh. somewhere. A lot so, of us don't factor in just the time. But the time is so much to go back and forth and be like, what sets do you like? Can you? Oh, here's my inspo. Here's my uh, my invitation. Mm-hmm. Baby's name is this. Even reading that digesting that information, all the time and the money associated with that time is coming from a future order's profits. I think like the book Deep Work says like, focus on one thing until it's done because the cost of time from your brain switching tasks, like they were like, you know, just switching a task costs an additional 15 minutes for your brain to switch over. Yeah. So when you're like spending all this time coming up with this and they're like, no, then you're like, okay, well that is, that is more time than you think it is. Mm -hmm. It's more than just the email. It was a thought. It was the brain power and coming up with the designs Mm -hmm. for you to land on price being the objection. And it's so funny for the people that turn me away because of pricing. I had one lady who said, I have been trying to book with you for three weeks. Where she was trying to book, I have no idea. <laughs> I listened for. She finally got my phone number. I have no idea where she got my phone number from. But she said, I don't care about the price. Yes, yes, yes. The answer is yes. <laughs> Cloner. And so yeah, I know. And she world. tipped me on top of that. So it's moving past the people who are not my ideal client as kindly and quickly Yes. As I can and making room for those who do appreciate my price. You know, like uh, resource scarcity means that you're always like, oh my goodness, hoard, 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 like keep everything. In the terms of client scarcity, when you don't have a lot of clients, you think the worst ones are the best. Yeah. But in actuality, you're letting the worst ones take the spot of the best. Because you're giving so much time Mm -hmm. and attention that. Mm -hmm. And then you've also created a returning lead source. (laughs) Great. Yeah. And it's usually birds of a feather flock together. And you right. get their friends who are like, yeah, I'm uh-huh. looking for a dealio. Yes. And when you get a group of tire carriers, it's only a matter of time before you're burnt out because you're working at just razor thin margins, you know, or you have these people who are like, oh, I charge $100 a dozen and they look like they're enjoying themselves. Right. I I don't sketch anything out. If you're going to order from me, it's coming up my brain probably the day before it's due. <laughs> but people do sketch out. And you, buy, great. but by law, should be charging more than Absolutely. I am. You are giving more time to it than and, I am giving to it. If I'm honest, you are anchoring bad clients to really high expectations when you do that, bakers. But you, some bakers, you guys are talented. If I sketched out something for a client, I'd lose a client because it'd be like, this looks like crash. It's <laughs> <laughs> your orange smile. <laughs> but you bakers who are doing that need to charge even a bigger Here's premium. Here's how I would word that. For the bakers who do the Procreate thing, one, you had to buy an iPad with an iPad pencil with Procreate. And you had to learn it. Learn and you have it. to have talent. And you have to have talent. And then you have to have the time to sketch it. And I know a lot of them are getting the cutters, tracing the cutters, I mocking know. it up, giving like an accurate color scale, which is great. But what I would do. As I would, I would sell that as an add-on feature. Hey, I can absolutely do this. If you want me to sketch them out ahead of time, that's an additional X, and I'd be happy to give you a glimpse of what we could be working with and let them 
decide what they want to do versus rendering really a service that you're not entirely positive you got paid right. for. Right. I saw this baker insanely talented on TikTok. Me? Uh, <laughs> when she followed me, I almost got giddy because I said, she knows I exist. I've never seen her on Instagram, but I've seen her on TikTok. She does like a day in the life. She hand cuts everything. Wow. And I said, wow. wow. We are not even... We're not on the same hemisphere. I'm trying to get these orders in and out. Mm-hmm. Like you're spending, she's sketching them out, mm-hmm. hand cutting, mm-hmm. and then they're so detailed. Right. But I'm like, you've got to be either charging more, you got to be charging more than me. Well, that's the thing. Okay, go back to like a, the car comparison from the beginning. If you get hand-stitched leather, they always add that part, right? Like yeah. Hand-stitched. Like, oh, thank you, the person <laughs> with the hands. But when you get like a cookie cutter, a cookie cutter car, some car that's just coming off the uh-huh. factory line, mostly a robot was doing his thing. <laughs> they know and tells you that, but that's what I expect. But when it's better, when it's hand-stitched, like when they hear that, then there's a premium. You know that the car is custom and right? it's going to cost a fortune. Right. But now if we got Toyota hand-stitching leather and then putting out a Corolla I know. at a cheap price, and I'd be like, oh, my new expectation is that I get hand-stitched leather and just common sedans. If I'm sketching out People orders- People with Corollas, calm down. Yeah. <laughs> I like your cars. <laughs> there was a really snazzy one. I had a huge screen inside. I said, how much is that Navi putting you back? In what car? In a Corolla. No, oh, no, cars going? these days are very nice. Wow. Yeah, Have I've we heard. just not been looking around? I've been buying ones from 30 years ago. Not as nice. <laughs> <laughs> if you're sketching designs and you love sketching and that's fun and part of the process for you. Charge for it. You got to charge for it, but I'd get to the price sooner rather than later. I would rather hear no than sketch everything out, also no. I'd also say don't sketch anything out until they've booked. Yeah. Because that's a lot of time you will not get back, even if you love the designing process. I I made a meme and Corey said it was too mean to post. I did say it was too mean. But it was this group of clowns. I don't know. They're sitting at a table. And I added the caption, annual meeting of bakers who charge 50% at time of booking and 50% at pickup because so often you're going to lose 50%. The people who charge 100% at booking always get paid 100%. They never come and say, how do I chase the payment? They already got it before they lifted their finger. Some people are getting heated and hot and bothered right now at you. But here's what I'm going to say. To let your client do two payments is a value proposition. That is a nice thing. You'd put a payment plan on cookies. But what you did not realize, and I was talking to Stacy in the group, she said that is now an additional Stripe processing Mm -hmm. fee. Because you're like, no, no, it's percentage. No, it's percentage plus a dollar amount that they take per processing fee. So even by doing them a solid, you're not guaranteed that 50% of pickup and you're paying more to give them more flexibility. Plus, to go in, type up two invoices. Chase money is like a Botox appointment in itself. I know. So it's, it comes down to finding your ideal client. Your ideal client's not going to question you on any of your business practices. You know what uh, the banks do when you want to make payments over time? They charge you more for it because it's a convenience. Hey, that could yeah. be. Like, hey, I, say, I can do all this up front or we can do two payments an additional $5 per payment. You're taking a risk. And that's what the bank says. I'm taking a risk on you not paying all of it. So pay me a little bit more and I'll let you have the chance to rip me off. What if okay. instead of... at pickup, 50% a week out from your pickup date. Still, You're guaranteed. I would rather die than do that. But it is, as long as you're charging an additional fee for the convenience, yeah, I mean, you're still adding that because you got to cover the time now to send the second invoice. the time. And no one's thinking about the time. No. They're not thinking about it. I guarantee you they're not thinking about that extra price. Here's what some bakers right now, right now to themselves. In the little bakery cavern, they are whispering. (laughs) They are whispering out loud and saying, it barely takes me two seconds to do. But multiply two seconds times all the customers all year round. Also, okay, it, I, I 
I'm in I'm in bed with LastPass. They were like, yeah, we lost your whole account. I don't care, man. You have more. To sign into these things and to generate invoices and to send an email is just a mental tax of switching up what you were doing. Would I, yeah, would I have I, to put in a calendar reminder for the second email. I know. Oftentimes what we see in the Facebook group, and if you want to charge 50%, blah, 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 do whatever you want. It's your don't business. Do you it. absolutely You're not can. allowed to. A lot of times people will be like, yes, she paid 50% at booking. Now we're a week out and I cannot get a hold of her. Uh-huh. I don't know if I still am making these cookies or not. I need the last 50% uh-huh. of the payment. She's not paying. What do? It's such a complex thing. How about this one? I collected 50% at booking. They canceled before pickup date. What are you going to do? What's in your what's in your policy? I know, receipt? but again, we have that awkward conversation. Well, I'm sorry. I know that you've only paid me 50%, but... You owe me the other 50%. 50%. <laughs> but I have nothing to give you back. Right. Then you have that awkward thing. So typically, you know, if you had collected payment up front 100%, one, you don't have this absolute mess of paper management. Yeah. And then two, you don't have to constantly switch gears every time it's trying and just hoping that that 50% gets paid. I know. So if do it, awesome. But charge the surcharge of the convenience fee like the bank does. And then if you do designing, charge the surcharge of the designing fee like artists do. Yeah. You know, and just kind of do it that way. But what happens is we add so much value added thing and price point was the objection. It doesn't when you're too far away, even the longest drawbridge is not going to bring it two together. I think a lot of people think on behalf of their clients, if I only charge 50% at booking, I'll make more sales. Okay, but you need to think on the behalf of you the business owner. If I charge 50% at booking, I will have to chase them again one more time. Uh-huh. Is there enough profit in this order for me to chase them? Uh-uh. Likely no. Likely no. But we're so thinking on behalf of our customers, like, what can I do to get them to book? A great example of a company that stopped thinking on behalf of its com- uh, customers is Netflix. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I was mooch. I was a mooch. You were a professional mooch. You are known in the family as the streaming mm-hmm. moocher. Like, you've never given a password. You've only taken one. <laughs> Absolutely. I don't think I've ever logged in. But listen, streaming I'll give you some great recommendations. Stuff. I'll watch the good, bad, and the ugly, and I'll tell you I what is worth watching. I have to make my account that I pay for. I add Corey an account, and I go back and change my name to please don't touch this. Otherwise, <laughs> <laughs> Hulu with ads. <laughs> you no, know, because they get it free through Spotify. See, educational. you're. Yeah, but I'm following. was hey, they saw me come from my way. Okay, so anyways, you know. Netflix did this, uh, YouTube mm-hmm. Premium did this, and then Spotify just did this. They all raised their prices. But what Netflix did was interesting. They did not think in terms of their customer, and they cut off the sharing. They said, absolutely not. You're not going to be able to share anymore. When we all consecutively logged in and saw that, yeah. like, you're not the primary household. Uh, collective sigh, and then everyone uninstalled the app, right? Did you think Netflix was going to lose for this? Everyone was hoping. No, they've actually made far more money implementing a strategy that wasn't fair to their clients. In essence, it was fair to their policies. But listen, was I offended Netflix did that? Yes, I lost my access to it. Was I their ideal client? No, I was not paying for it. (laughs) Yeah, and I am the product. I am paying for it right now. With ads. <laughs> so show me that. <laughs> it makes it cheaper. But what happens is Netflix was like, we're going to stop allowing you to take advantage. It caused an uproar, but on the other side, Netflix is a more profitable company. If they would have never done it in the first place. Yeah. Better to have no freedoms than to have freedoms that were taken away. Yeah. They, they created place. a pain for themselves by uh-huh. doing that. So back to the cookie baker, every time you do a custom design, what if you listen to this podcast now, you 
talented procreators. And you say, oh, you know, I'm going to start charging for that. Every client who's ordered from you in the past and got that included is going to be like a gas that you are now charging for the service that they once thought was included. But as a business baker, Uh you've got to charge more than I am charging Uh because you're taking more time for the order. Absolutely. It is not an emotional problem. It is a math problem. It's a math problem. And I hate to say it when people are like, what should I charge for this? It's not a what. It's a, I'm going to sit down and butter costs this much. Uh This costs this Uh much. It takes me this much time to ice a cookie. It always makes me wonder when I see the, how much would you charge for this set? I'm thinking like, you know your minimums though. So of course, probably you don't know your minimums, but it should be like, how much profit would you add to a set that costs this much? It should be the question, but I know the question isn't that because you don't know your uh-huh. Your cost. And it, when I see the answers there, when it gets like 30 comments, you have people charging 36 all the way to 150. We don't know. I guess you can use margarine to make these cookies. <laughs> I'm sure you can. Right. We don't know if that set you yeah. just asked about is a margarine-based set. We don't know if you use Genera's gold. Do you use vanilla bean paste from Madagascar? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we don't know what your minimum should be. That's why those questions can be so dangerous because all we see is a cute little photo you posted. Yeah. And then – and every, every, every answer after that is all subjective. It's, it's all opinionated. Yeah. I suck at florals. So I'm going to charge a bazillion dollars what for them. What would be them. super interesting is if you and I came to the direct price point of the cost of a set, posted in the group, took the average of the dollar amounts listed and see how far it is off from the cost. Is it above or does it average lower? I wonder. I wonder. I'm going to have to sit down. Yeah. And bake. <laughs> Darn it. Never <laughs> mind. <laughs> I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> but that's why that pricing is subjective. And it is dependent on your area. And I know that your costs are dictated. Your costs are your costs for mm-hmm. sure. But if your cost and your profit margin are way too close, you've got to figure out other ways to reduce cost. And you can do that through margin. You can do that through very basic shapes, cutters mm-hmm. that you never have to repurchase again. Using plaques and just putting whatever design Absolutely. on top of there. Although I do think when you – you know what? I don't like icing the cookie with a base layer and then putting the design on top of that. It's mm, twice as long. Twice as cost. Twice as much icing. Right. And so that's going to double your cost if you're not – so there is elbow room. That's where we start moving the the price is how much ingredients cost can we save. Yeah. Right. So – Time and details. Yeah. Like I did the Grinch face the other day. Mm-hmm. Grinch has a lot of black icing on his face. His eyeballs, his eyebrows, his mouth and everything. That's a lot of detail. Mm-hmm. Can we forego something on the detail train of the Grinch? Maybe make his eyes white instead of yellow. Absolutely. Use an edible marker instead of black icing. So things that we can – so that's when when you need to move on your money. It needs to be conserving money in one way so that your profit margin is protected. Otherwise, you will burn out. You or will you burn out. will go – when I see people are like, yep, I'm going to go back to a real job. I love how they call it a real job. Like as if <laughs> the other people okay. aren't. These people are suffering over They're here. doing their fake job. <laughs> yeah. A little fake job over the oven for 16 hours a day. But you can see people, I'm going to a real job. What they're saying is I'm going to a place where I'm not allowed to decide my my worth because they've decided that when they hired me and I'm unable to fight for my worth when it's on these case-by-case wow. basis. Alter call. Amazing. More energy. More energy. More passion. More passion. passion. So at the end of the day, I know that people, especially in this period, I've seen this uptick for the last three weeks. It's absolutely predictable. It's really slow for me. Is anybody else hearing crickets? Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, it's the slow point. We're coming off of the summer. People are just locking in. Thursday, they're calling it Fool's Fall down here. It's going to <laughs> I've seen there's pumpkins at Safeway. There I mean the de- the day cores out. Target right. is already gone. The temperature hasn't switched. The yeah. minute we get a crisp fall morning, it is going to be locking into Halloween, Thanksgiving, and Christmas. And then you guys will all be like, I'm too busy. How do you turn down yeah. orders? Uh-huh. But uh, while you're in this kind of transition period, it is great to always check back on your costs. I know the price of eggs came way down. Like it went to it was eggs way there. high. I never made eye contact with the egg cartons for like five months. Mm-hmm. But, but now her- they're like, Butter was $8. Remember when that was like the butter epidemic? Yeah, the butter crisis. <laughs> Dude, no, what is it? <laughs> what? So a lot of people raise their prices. I know we talked about on the group, they and they pass the cost along, which is absolutely how businesses operate. But there you can move if you think that- If you need to, if cost came down and you have you not- You would want to know your minimum cost and then add your profit to that. You don't want your uh, like inflated cost- To be then, like not even yeah, enough. Then I would say that maybe your audience is has a right to kind of push you on price because you're like, well, I'm already I'm operating at a razor thin margin with eggs priced two years ago. Yeah. So you got to know your numbers. Know your numbers. But pricing, there's, there's value in it. I try to use my- my photos, my social media presence. That is as a value my proposition. value proposition. Packaging. Yeah. Packaging can be a value proposition. Just the general communication, that customer service. That's that my That is a value proposition. Thing. I don't want to move on price. I, I want you to be schnazzled and dazzled by what I've done in the past. Uh-huh. Be like, oh, she's kind of funny sometimes in her posts. I kind of like her chill vibe. Yep. And so that is how you can do that. Now, Corey said her great lead source is when somebody hasn't come from another baker. I saw this interest. This uh, member had said, can you post an anonymous post for me? I'm having a hard time making leads. She's a military spouse, so they're constantly moving yeah. as well. So she had, she's like, and it seems like every time I move somewhere, people are already established and I'm the new kid on the block yeah. right before I move again. Uh-huh. But someone was like, here's an interesting concept. Get them at markets. Sign up for a market. Because a lot of foot traffic, those people have no experience with bakers. They didn't know it was the, yeah, they were they're just did. going to the farmer's market. Yeah. When I think farmer's market, I think tomato. That's what I think. I think Watermelon. premium price. For, you know, farm to table. <laughs> yeah. You know, I went to a farmer's market with Ruth Ann, and we were walking through tomatoes, watermelons, and then I'm like, oh, there's a wildflower florist. I never know you could, like, find people like that. But now it's, that would be their, fr- that'd be the, my first experience with a wildflower florist. Yeah. Fl- you could florist. get a market share. say that real fast? Wildflower florist. Wildflower <laughs> yeah. florist. <laughs> yeah. So kind of finding new lead sources, because the... Anonymous member was like, well, I'm posting all the time in groups that are saturated. That was the rest of the post when I was reading through it. It was like, I'm posting all this and I get the other bakers are tagged 50 times. You can't Mm -hmm. compete with somebody who gets tagged 50 times. At the end of the day, if they're tagged 50 times, they could be booked. That's why I'm like, don't not post. Right, right. But also don't say, well, I guess I didn't get this one off to just sit in my tears. Go to sign up for that market and be the first baker they have experience with and build your own funnel that way. I will say a lot of schools are doing like... Where they have like, you know, uh, what is it, during this time of the year where you can come and sell your wares in their gymnasium? Oh, yeah, whatever that's called. What is that called? Uh, I don't have a kid. <laughs> gymnasium sales. Gymnasium sales. <laughs> it's a, oh, like a holiday market. Okay, yeah. Craft market. Great. Those are great places. And guess what? Those get, kids are constantly getting older. You get new people in the Something area. comes over me when I'm at a craft fair where price, price is no object. I'll buy anything if it's overpriced. I think we bought Ruthann, collar gams or whatever, 
at that holiday yeah. market. It was like somebody had made a wood cutting for the word gammy. I didn't even think it looked, I don't even think like the way it looked. I was, I was just, just like, how much does it cost? $25? Absolutely. That's the going rate I for used flax. to get, I mean, they were beautiful. Sunflower bouquets yeah. from the farmer's market, yeah. $15.99. Ridiculous. When I go into the grocery store and see like the five sunflowers, like the trash. I'm like, five ninety nine. Well. that's a little much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so really kind of letting the market establish. Here's the thing. I, I don't know why getting to a market, like a holiday market, is like surviving a battle to get there. You got to park your car. You got to jump on a shuttle. If I'm jumping on a shuttle, you best I'm believe gonna I'm going to be spending money. <laughs> I will have a, something to prove that I went there. So that is an interesting way. I know a little bit all over the map, but at the end of the day, Bring up price after you've added enough value, but do not wait until the very end to spring it on somebody. You want to make sure you get it out of the way. Get them to kind of say, okay, I acknowledge, yep, we're playing in the same ball field. Yeah. There's a point at which you can say, yeah, there's nothing I can probably mm-hmm. say that won't end up costing me money to save the sale and then cut it off by either, hey, you know, I think we're a little out of budget. Odds are they're going to say it to you first. If you feel like they're still trying to get you to come off in price, you can always say, here's another baker. I'd yeah, like for you too. Absolutely. Go make their life hell, not mine. <laughs> Best of luck. <laughs> That's probably what happened to that lady. Got cut off from her first baker, sent it to you. Yeah, she probably did. She's like, oh god. <laughs> that was. Didn't we have a client once? Yeah, this is when you and I first got started in the day job. We go to this guy's building, and I think he wanted a website or something. I don't remember. I think it was just a website. And he was like, all he could tell us, we were like, you know, what are your expectations? Well, my last website guy did this, that, and just, I mean, this guy sounded like he like designed the president's website. Sounded like he hung the moon. Right. And we were like, oh, that's so great. You had such a great experience. Why isn't he right now? And he's like, oh, he said I wasn't paying enough. And we said, oh, "Oh, you're an expensive client. You have a million changes. You want it for nothing. Yeah. So even that guy, we're like, well, does that that say a lot that the guy cut him off, this amazing man? Of course he cut you off. He wanted to eat. (laughs) So moving on, do you want to go through some texts? Here's one about the cookie class kits from the phone number 510 area code. Sure. If it's bad, no. Hate it. (laughs) Hi, twins. I heard you say that the cookie class kids were going to be retired at the end of the year. When will this happen? Still debating on doing cookie classes, but getting closer to that. I'm seriously, I should do PayPaling you $300. Remember from last week's podcast? Uh, Thank you for the amazing marketing knowledge you guys have shared with us. Love the pod. Heart Stephanie from California. Did you get anyone to PayPal you? Did anyone PayPal you? No. No one, you Let guys, check. you check. guys, and your feet to the fire. How? <laughs> last pass coming in clutch yet again. Boop. He's got to think about it. He's got to think about it. Okay, let's see who held their own feet to the fire. I paid the VA. I paid the VA. I paid the VA. And everybody else. Is. Everyone's like, you know what? I'm just yeah, going to come and complain to the group money. a little bit later. <laughs> so, anyways, back to what Stephanie is asking. It is a great question. Okay. So, I have a love hate relationship with the cookie class kits. It takes a bazillion hours to do, but you all seem to like them. So, what we're going to do is at the end of this year, you can get this year's. For a price, I guess. Is that okay, what let me said? tell you. Let me tell you. The way to get one over on us is to sign up anytime for sixty three dollars before the year ends. You get everything in there. You for get 63 bucks. like twelve ish classes for sixty three. Yeah. By the end of the year, you'll have twelve to thirteen classes. Yeah. What is that sound? I don't know. Is it, it is your foot? Yep. It is a shoelace it's a on piece of metal. No, it's a squeaky tape. <laughs> so. Uh, that is the best way to get this now for the cookie class kits membership only. 
There will be the 12 classes. They'll disappear on December 31st, and the whole set will start over. Mm -hmm. No, Everyone who signed up, you had already probably, if you're smart, downloaded it, and then you just restart over for as long as you want that membership to remain active. We are also going to do a, this is the first like single product. Usually we only work in memberships. So we're going to give people the option to just buy the old classes. If that's all you want, you don't want to deal with memberships. You don't want to deal with Heather and Corey in a private group. If you're like, I only want to teach the honeybee class. (laughs) That's all I want. So then you'll be able to buy that at a single price point, no recurring charges. Yeah. However, obviously, because we're in marketing, we popcorn price people up to the cookie college. The cookie college will retain access to all the old classes and the new classes so if you really want to get one over on us, sign up for the $76, download everything, and disappear yeah. into the dark of the night after you cancel your membership. Yeah, it doesn't rebound on you. Um, but yeah, so that was what – so none of these changes happen until the end of the year on December 31st. On December 31st, the cookie class kits, those will be retired, and we'll just start over again. And we'll make some posts in the group, oh, too. I'll spam people. You're not going to – no one's going to lose money on it. It is a little confusing, bombing. I know. Hey, man, marketing is – Right. If is. you're wondering, if you're saying, girl, why would you do that? Because we want you to sign up for the cookie college. It's exactly the right. reason. If you're wondering what the cookie class kits is, it's a membership where we give you a class each and every month. It's got absolutely everything. A class that you teach to other people. Not a class to learn how to do florals. No, you're turning around and you're teaching people in an in-person class. Did I make You just said sound? we just give you classes, but I know a lot of people think that means you're teaching them a skill. No, I'm not teaching you a skill. I need someone to teach me how to do florals. <laughs> this is you. everything you need to turn around and teach a cookie class. Yeah, so if you wanted to teach a class, you just get in there. We give you the promo photos, the editable PowerPoint that. Um, copy. Heather has some little formula in there for pricing. My my baking spreadsheet, I love it. We use it for the classes that we teach. It's why I include it, is that you just put the people attending the class, those who bought DIY kits, those who are attending, and it does all the math for you on what you need to have ready to go. And I think I was looking at other things that offer cookie classes similar to ours. The biggest difference is I don't care if you teach this for the rest of your life. Also, let me add you this one. Oh, yeah. If you pay for it, you keep it. Right? I don't care if you teach it till till you die. <laughs> but I want to say, and I would challenge you guys to do this, turn them into DIY kits and include the PowerPoint with the DIY kit. If you want to be marketing savvy, include the PowerPoint accessible on your website and have the Facebook pixel yeah. firing, which means you can serve them and add later when a new class drops. If none of that made sense, welcome to the cookie call. <laughs> <laughs> we teach you how to do that. <laughs> Uh, again, marketing is kind of creating this web where people are like, how could I possibly go anywhere mm-hmm. else? And that is what we're doing. Plus, I got to give props to the people who signed up the first cookie class kits because they paid $63 for just one class. Then we've added, so everyone who signed on since then, they got a lot more for their $63. Mm-hmm. And to kind of respect their purchase, we're going to say, okay, this is now this is a higher price point to get these and you people who took a little a little chancy on these gamble two. on us. You guys can go teach that's a wetter weather glass. Against my will, we probably will be doing cookie class kits next year. The college people want to know. I am so torn. Really? I you just want them to beg. Hate doing that. <laughs> Takes so much time. I have to do the set four times to physically find out this, which step goes next. The one in next. the college is like, oh, I want to make my own class deck. How do I do that? And I said, welcome to hell. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna be fighting for your life. <laughs> I mean, like you gotta see like the cookie class kids, and I respect anybody who puts together a class, but this is involving four full-grown adults who are pretty proficient in the craft, know. and we're all struggling. We're, we're not doing well. Mentally unwell. <laughs> yeah. So we got uh, Sweeping Off is the cutter producer, printer, and uh-huh. the SDL file. She sells those as well for Australians who want to do this. 
but her sister-in-law designs it. So Corey says, here's what the shapes I'm looking for. She makes them chonky. Then sweeping all of Prinsum, sends them to Corey, who photographs them four different times. First, she's got to build the set. Then she's got to test the set. Then she's got to photograph the set. I don't know why I do it a fifth, fourth time. What I do is the first set, I actually project it down there. So I can get physically and mentally prepared what it needs to look like in the video when I don't have the ability to project it. Smart. Yeah, because also included is a step. We thought like, okay, if some people are buying this, they're going to be like, how do I decorate the cookies to be able to teach it? So Corey actually teaches you how to decorate that. Now people have taken those decorating videos and put them into the PowerPoint to allow people who are taking them as DIY Uh kits to get the walkthrough. Yeah. So you can kind of like pregame. I make every video under a minute, Uh which is difficult. Uh Uh-huh. And you so you can use them as marketing content too. Absolutely, reels and TikToks and things like that. You got to deal with Corey's creepy little fingers, but that's it. Creepy little finger. <laughs> I saw a lady who took them and sped them up, and uh, people were like, "Wow, this is so fascinating!" Because who doesn't like to watch a cookie right? decorate? It's um, and then yeah, you turn around, and then I take Corey's photos or promotional photos and turn them into perfect crops for Instagram, Instagram stories, kind of countdowns, call to actions, and then the PowerPoint and the we do a piping practice sheet that's unique to each class. We do a coloring sheet that is just extra because everyone liked letting their kids color like so if you had send it along with the diy kit so the infant the toddler can color (laughs) doesn't have to waste the cookie decorating (laughs) they just draw so i really gotta say the value proposition exceeds the cost that we should be charging but a lot of people do hang around in the college specifically to get those so if you want to check it out go to the cookiecollege.com that would be the that would be any of the memberships if you just want to check out the cookie class kits go to cookieclasskits.com yeah What's the next text? I actually think I read it. You read a very nice text the other day to me. Do you remember? Okay, keep talking. And it was like saying our praises. It was the kindest thing I've ever like witnessed in my yeah, life. Where did I get that from? I have no idea. An email? Oh, darn. It was so nice, but I don't remember where it would have come from. Oh, my goodness. It's all right. You know what I bought the other day? Do you know Lucy Bakes? Lucy Bakes? Yeah. Anyways, she sold, she's from Canada, I guess, but I got a boo-boo stick and I printed it. Oh, you did? Yeah. Is that what you gave me? The big fat one? Uh Uh-huh. Oh, I like them. Yeah, yeah. She has a bunch of different edges. Like, so I gave the one with the point, but she has ones with two flat pieces. There's, if you've not heard of it, a boo-boo stick is, if you, it, one side is pointy, so it's like a scribe, Uh except for it's made of filament. And the other side looks like a shovel, a mini shovel. Mm-hmm. So if you messed up a cookie, instead of trying to scrape it off with a pointy scribe, which is insanity, you use the shovel. Because scribe thing. just like put it over itself and it just is like on that. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's chaotic. <laughs> <laughs> you use this shovel and now, then you get you it. You wanted me to print these for the class we're teaching in October. For our Halloween class, you know when you're making a ghost and you want him to have black eyes? Of course, I know that all the time. It's easier to scrape the icing on, let it dry, and then pipe over it. So we need that to scrape the icing on. If you're thinking, I wonder what that ghost looks like, you can check it out at cookieclasskits.com. We teach the classes. You look for that sell. kind email or find I a text have, or honestly, something. I get at this point in my life, Listen, I'm averaging it was 20, so 30 nice. emails each over the weekend. It was so what nice. What is this? I c- couldn't possibly tell you. Okay, let me just, you talk a little bit more and let me look. Mm, more energy, more passion, more passion. Okay, okay, I found it. Donna. That's so insane. I know, right? I had a feeling. I, had a, I followed my news. I'm writing this to say thank you, not just thank you both for what you've created in the cookie community on so many levels and making me smile while I listen to your giggly selves on the podcast and the cookie college and, well, everything cookie related, really. But I wanted to thank, I wanted to thank, is this why I'm reading this? Yep. Corey. 
I wanted to thank Corey specifically for this one small thing that is actually a really big thing. You made me try Royal Batch icing. I have heard you rave about it at the end of every podcast, but I've been hesitant to try it because I was afraid it would change the taste of my cookies. You know, different vanilla beans can taste different. And I didn't want to use this stuff if my customers could taste the difference, but I caped. I have been using another very popular brand of meringue powder for a very long time and I'm comfortable with it. But something said, try Royal Batch just once. It was Corey's voice in my head. Could have been Heather's. You guys sound the same. It was mine. (laughs) And well, I agreed because I had to stop her nagging. Okay. It was Corey's. It does mix up totally differently than my usual icing, and it is a tad bit sweeter, but the real deal is how silky smooth it is and a true dream to work with. I haven't tried adding other flavors to it yet, but I'm really sold on it. No bubbles, easy to move with my scribe, and just really nice. Thanks, Corey. Saving up for an AE Core backers next. Love you two more than all the cutters in my cookie closet. Trust me, that is a lot. Also, please come to CookieCon in Austin next year. I missed out on the Mickey and Minnie shoes, but there's a lot of great cowboy boots in Texas. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so Let's much. Let's go to sponsors. <laughs> sponsors. <laughs> if you're wondering what she's talking about, she's talking about a moringa powder. A I moringa swear by powder. it. A moringa powder. <laughs> I swear by it. It is so good. I've used it for a bazillion years now. I, w- I don't think I could physically go back to any other one because it's just been – Rocking my socks. Is it still in stock? Can you see? Rocking stocks, still in stock. <laughs> Let me check. It's called Royal Batch and it's by a company called Bakety Bake. She was a cookier turned meringue powder maker and we are obsessed with Don't it. Do you think her name is uh, Courtney Post? Her name is Courtney Don't Post. Do you think she'd be a social media manager with the last name Post? Make a post post. Ah! <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, so, oh, she actually has a t shirt now, the Crumble Baker Tea. This cookie doesn't crumble. How cute. So cute. Um, then the Royal Batch Premium Meringue Powder is in stock in both the five and one pound bags. So, right now, guys, is the time to stock up, not when you need it. She sells out sometimes. She does sell out. We, we love. We love Royal Batch. So if you want to give it a go, test it now. Make sure it works for you. It's got three ingredients already in it, which is a vanilla flavoring, so you don't have to add that to it. Corn syrup to give it a soft bite. And it already has white food coloring, so it whips up bright white. You don't have to add it to it. Can I read you? Every Royal Batch bag comes with the recipe on the back. And she actually has it posted on her website. Oh, nice. That's the recipe I use. Yeah. Try Royal Batch with your own royal icing recipe or use our proven method. I like that word. A whisk one-third cup of royal batch meringue powder and two-thirds cup warm water until foamy. Slowly add two pounds of powdered sugar and beat on low medium for one to two minutes. Icing will become thick and a bright white. Thin with water to achieve the desired consistency. Now, this is a nice conversion. One pound of royal batch will make 10 batches of icing. Oh, good to know. It's considered a batch of icing. Two pounds. Oh. Two pound bag. Oh, that's right. Okay, great. Included are sugar, dried egg whites, corn syrup salads, gum arabic, vanilla, and then words I can't pronounce. All right. You can save 10% using code TWINS at checkout. Loves reading, man. <laughs> Stay in touch. Sign up for our news and specials and updates. For okay, <laughs> go to our next. Go to Eduardo. I used actually. Eddie. Let's go back to Donna's uh, email. It ends with she's saving up for an AE Core backer, which we skipped it, and we're going to go back to it. You can purchase at the Vendi Blendy. AE Core backers never misses at the Vendi Blendy, but it is a photography backdrop. I know some people look at Corey's photos and say, "How? Why?" 
What? Amazingness. Please email in if you'd like me to read your praise and worship session, Corey. But that A-chord backers are these collection of backdrops in various sizes. So cake people, they didn't forget about you either. But it really does center photography apart. Again, back to the value proposition. Photos, we buy with our eyes. And if your photos look crummy, so will your sales. <laughs> so having that A-chord backer is it's basically a kitchen remodel in a box. Because you can get new countertops in split second. Granted, it doesn't cover your whole kitchen. You have to buy a lot of yeah. them. But if you always look at those people on TikTok and have those perfect organized lives and I they know. have the marble countertops, yeah. you have a marble square yeah. and really make your bakes pop. Because I will say we're that photography is selling stuff. And bad photography isn't selling as much. Yeah. So if you are like, yeah, you know, my kitchen, it's a mess. I don't know what to do. You can just throw an acorn back on top of it. Bam. New kitchen. Snag a photo. So what code could they use on checkout to you save can 20%? Yo, yo, you can use code <laughs> sugar cookie at checkout. She does have – she did send – she heard the podcast last week. Yeah. And sent – one of God. those light diffusers. That you're oh, she did? Yeah. <laughs> Tell us what a diffuser does. A diffuser does, like, say if you're taking, if you're like, I have gone around my house and I only have the harshest no, Let me speak to people. You know when you take a selfie and then the sun is on one side of your nose and it makes you have this giant shadow nose? Yeah, It's very harsh. A diffuser harsh. diffuses that harsh light so that line is blurred. So it's a softer shadow. It's not it's harsh lines. Yeah. Why, why do you think it's better for baking photography to not have those harsh lines. I think you can have harsh lines if that was yeah. your intention. Direct sunlight oversaturates your colors. Mm -hmm. It creates a very harsh shadow that you cannot edit out. People ask for it. And I'm like, yeah, that's I can very do hard. it, but it'll look kind of weird. I know. So if you, and it kind of makes your cookies look more dingy. Yeah. If you do like a <laughs> soft <Dingiest>. light, <laughs> a soft light diffuse light, it makes the colors true to color. I think you it gives have you soft more shadows, elbow room, and editing. Yeah, yeah, for sure, absolutely. So those diffusers are a great way. You would put it in front of the sun. If the sun is directly there, and it would allow it to look like more of an overcast day. I've heard uh, wedding photographers wish for overcast because the clouds act as a, as diffuser. a diffuser. Yeah, cha. Last but not least, Eduardo. I used Eddie on that wedding winner I had. My mom's like, Eddie wedding? Yeah. <laughs> Eddie wedding. My mom was like, wow, where, who made that one? Like the one that Aww. I just printed. You're like, I pressed like, the print oh, button. Eddie did that one. <laughs> Eddie, Eddie had me with but that. But what we love is Eddie is a direct-to-food printer. He prints right on top of your royal icing. So I like to print on just recently crusted royal icing. So if I want to add any piping details, I don't get any craters. But it added some great filler cookies for this set. And, it was, and not to discount, but Eddie would allow you to add more cookies to a set that are basic that you don't spend time on. Yeah. To mm -hmm. kind of fill up the box, keep it heavier without all that detail. Work. Yeah. So her her invite had a bunch of florals on it. Mm. I found this great background that I bought, and I put that one on Eddie. It matched the set perfectly. Oh, nice. Was it that the was, brick wall? It was, was a it part brick of the wall set. a texture? The, the brick wall was a texture. A texture. Use code Heather Miracle at checkout to pay 100%. They don't run discounts. <laughs> they don't have discounts. <laughs> but Eddie, there is a printer users group. If you want to see what Eddie can do, you need to go join that group. It's on Facebook. You're allowed to join if you don't have one. So definitely window shop that Yeah, one. you can actually window shop. And you can see what people are doing. A lot of people push Eddie to his... Eddie limits uh -huh. and like really just do amazing things with them. Uh -huh. Like people are printing on these tiny. Little you know what they're doing? You always you know when doing? I say that they you print on these tiny little transfers. They print on transfers. 
Tiny transfers <laughs> printed by Eddie. <laughs> they're having an, a meetup again. Oh, they are. And Eddie Educational. And event. they print on tiny transfers. <laughs> <laughs> you can go to their offices in Minnesota. I think they're renting the Minnesota. Uh, Minnesota. Is that the place with cheese? Is that Wisconsin? It's Wisconsin. Wisconsin. What does Minnesota have? Minnesota. Eddie. <laughs> so you can. Uh, I think they're only having two classes each for twenty. Five people. Oh, no way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So definitely, if you, I'm not sure. They probably already sold out. But if they didn't, that'd be neat. They had an Eddie class at CookieCon. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yep. Very neat machine. I would definitely put it on your, if you've been a good baker Christmas wish list. Hey, Santa. See, Santa really likes you. <laughs> Santa sees what you say about your See clients. Yeah, Santa clothes. also <laughs> suffered from inflationary pressures. <laughs> Next up. Anybody? Bendy Bundy. So the Bendy Bundy is a go. The reason why it's not always a go is because we don't do it if we don't have 20 vendors at least. We have over 20 vendors and we're working on some more and we'll be bullying them shortly. Heather's going to make a post that says tag who you want to see. If you bakers can put your little noggins together and all tag one shop and just make them think that they'd be missing out on the yeah. biggest sales day of the year, if they don't do this, that would be ideal. Teamwork makes the dream. Yeah, we don't actually keep any of the proceeds from the vendors. It's $150 to become a vendor, but that turns around and we invest it back into the event to give away bamboo printers. Okay, we have the best, the bestest printer. Best. The Bamboo X1C Carbon. It's $1,500. But you know what? Bamboo's launching something. They're selling. Something's coming. It's going to make ours look stupid. Oh, no. But we're still giving away two carbon. I, I mean, if you watch TikTok, if you get, accidentally get in the 3D. Carbon. What? My trashy stupid. carbon. <laughs> uh, if you watch any 3D printers on TikTok, a majority of home-based 3D printers are printing on carbons. I can tell because we all have the same, like, print Let's test see. lines. It's a, such a great printer. Don't don't fall. Don't do what I did. Don't get an under three pro. You'll be crying. In 3D printed tissue box, but I'm not sure that's even going to work. I don't know. Andy for the Vendy Blendy rhyme. Let's do Eddie for the Vendy Blendy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that is where their funds in. So we're already at uh, two carbon X1C printers, $1,500. All you have to do is be in the group. You do not have to buy anything. I'm not even Let's sure. Last cover year. who the Vendys are. Okay. Since I it sounds like Heather is being paid by Bamboo, and I can tell you she makes $0 from them. <laughs> I want people to have what I have so we're cool together. Okay. Can you keep talking while I find my spreadsheet that you just sprung on me? So if you want to get an idea of what to expect at the Vendy Blendy, I've been doing videos featuring what some of the vendors are selling. They just send it in. Um, we have Dare to Bake. I'm going to post this week. I post Sugar Dot this morning. Um, and Heather now has whatever it is. I can tell you. are like, um, uh. Yeah. So we have Courtney <laughs> Carey with Bakery Tico, Rona with Rona's Cookies. That's that. She sells Generace. Amanda Lasser with Brighton Cutters, Wonderland Cutters, Sweet Pink Olive, One Smart Cookies and Crafts, Sweet Cutter Co., Renee Conchan with Blue Honey Cutters, Dare to Bake, Bobby Barton, you know her for her Bobby's Cutters with the eye, Sugar Dash Co., Meredith and her husband are back again, Nicole Dunham, we met her at CookieCon with Busy Baker Supplies, Cookie Art Market, that's Minted Prints, that's a cool thing that she's launching. Today, Corey featured Dottie. Uh, Sugar.co, she has bags, she has the markers, she has transfer sheets. Kimberly from Mulberry Treats, you know her as a Barbie lady, A.E. Core backers. We've talked about Allison Allen with the Baker Tree Kitchen Creations. Missy there, Melissa Clark with Miss Cookie Packaging. Bambi Bluntly with Lolly Bees Custom Cutters. Hannah Garnier, Garnier? I like Garnier. Garnier. And she'll be doing a homemade heartfelt, that adorable felt stuff. Yeah. Perfect for the prop order in you. Equinox Pastries and Pops. I think she did it last year. And Isabel Lovell, she's 11. We will be coming out with supporting her bead venture. Bracelets and, and props. Beads for life. Beads for life. 
So the Vendy Blendy Vendy is the day after Thanksgiving. What day is that? The 24th. I know we initially said it was the 25th because for some odd reason I thought. Now I just say the words, it's the day after Thanksgiving. Yeah, Black Friday. So on Black Friday, everything operates off of Eastern Standard Time because that's where we live. Uh, East Coast is the best coast. Just kidding. (laughs) It is a swamp right now. But what happens at midnight, so that's if you guys don't know what 12 a.m. is, it's a sleepy one. Uh, I open the floodgates. Corey opens the floodgates on her end, and we let everyone pending, of which we now have over 1,700 people pending. We let them in, and for 24 hours, the vendors, of which you've just heard 24 right here, 20, and we're one, too, so I didn't talk go. about it. I'm just going to make a vague post and see how many people I can get to sign up. Okay. Okay. Let's see how many people are pending for the Vendy. Did you see how many? I added it to a spreadsheet yesterday. Okay. I pulled up. The pending members is exactly 1,633. No, I sound like a liar. You are a liar. What are Let you doing? Me, I'm going to just make a post, see how many people I can just, I'm just going to tag. It's just going to say the word Vendy Blending. It's clickable. What if I do, you're doing it? Add one emoji. What emoji should I do? Can you do the, I like the left hand, the hand that points in. Fine hand. Anyways, while she finds the perfect emoji for her cryptic post, uh, join request to join the Vendy Blendy because I can turn around and take your request to pend and use it to get more events to sign up. Fun little day. There is no requirement to sell. You can window shop all day long, 24 hours. At the end of the 24 hours, everyone gets the boot. Yeah, it takes a good solid five hours to boot y'all. Uh, wouldn't have if you didn't boot the virtual assistant. <laughs> <But>. <laughs> so that is such a fun day. And that's coming at us faster than I a know. speeding train. I, Can you we're also going 12? to be in the Vendy Blendy. Heather's making the $2 transfer club 50% off. <laughs> You'll be the most <laughs> That means, and I will have over 100 transfers by that day. So you can get over 100 transfers. Or a dollar. A dollar. Will they be able to sign – it will be signing up as a membership or would it be a one-time I'm going to do a one-time purchase for that because I'd much rather you guys sign up for the cookie code. True. True. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that'll be a Dwella. A Dwella. One-time purchase. Like one time. You just pay a dollar and then I, I ask you nothing else. You take nothing more from you. I'll sign up for that. You already got them. Corey's making me do the numbers zero through nine. As transfers? Yeah, transfers zero through nine. You know how, like, we do balloons? I thought that would be cute. Cute. I'll do that. I'll knock that out this week. Nice. What's with the cookie college? (laughs) (laughs) I've got to get out of here. I'm sweating. The cookie college is the best thing money can buy. For $76, you can sign up and get everything we've ever made ever, including the $2 transfers. I actually created this great graph that tells people exactly what they're paying for. Yeah, the cookie college gets it all. And I did the value proposition. If you bought all this stuff individually, you'd be paying $187 a month. Um, But you can save by... Popcorn pricing into our $76 a month. The best part of that, the cookie college, regardless of the popcorn price and that it gets absolutely everything, is the success people have had using uh-huh. it. Uh-huh. It is so encouraging. I take a screenshot of everything. I try to, I do post it to socials. I just like to blur people's name out yeah. so they have some privacy. Uh-huh. But it is so encouraging. People selling out of their first glass. Absolutely. People making so much more money than they ever have before. Absolutely. It's proven. I can honestly sell you on the cookie college. If you get in there, you do some work, you will be successful. All you have to add is you work in $76. My goal, and I do a Facebook Live in the cookie college about the membership every second Monday. So if you join, you will be tagged in a post next month. Um, The way to make sure that you're getting your value from us is that I earn $76 plus a dollar. 
that way you're like, wow, that was money well spent. I think I'll hang around. So our job is to make sure you get your money's worth and then some, and your job is to just put in the work to get there. Some of the popular courses people love is the copy course. Mm -hmm. Um, Copy is how do you write captions that elicit a response like, buying your cookies. Right. That's what copy is. The photography course probably is the one that people go to the most. Yes. Um, It tells you how to set up staging, what to look for when it comes to lighting. One that I find that a lot of people watch is how to teach a cookie class. Granted, cookie class kits is everything you need to teach a cookie class, but in the college, you can actually see exactly down to the script. Corey and I, when we first got started, we did write up a script because you got to kind of know where you're headed. And you can get that script. You can watch us. I recorded a live class with people who actually paid us. And I said, I'm so sorry, I'm recording this. <laughs> and you can kind of get the breakdown of how we promote it and how we fill it, how we, what do we use to fill it? I use Eventbrite because mm-hmm. I like paying fees. And then, and then how we fill the class and teach it. Yeah. Right. And even what I use to send to people before class and after class. Uh, one that Heather's adding this month is a fun, I like it, email signature. I think it's fun. I think when I see an email signature that isn't too big and isn't too small, the Goldilocks of email signatures, I think, wow, this person has their business together. I like when an email signature has links I need. Yes. That I didn't know I wanted. Here's what I'm going to challenge you. I don't think email signatures need quotes. Best cookies alive. (laughs) (laughs) I like an email signature that gives me pertinent information, name, phone number, email, website. Yeah. Bonus if it includes some social media links, although I don't think people use those a ton, but social proof, right? Right. But I think like, please think before printing, not needed anymore. We're not printing off your emails. Heather's Heather's giving you three different options to choose from. One that's free. You know, I actually decided four. I'm going to do just creating a basic signature within any Gmail account, free otherwise. Yeah. I'm going to do a JPEG version, which is Canva, which gives you a little bit more flexibility, but it is not easy to hyperlink. And also Gmail is treated differently. I'm going to do a free email signature platform, and then I'm going to do the email signature platform that we pay for that we use. Why Sam? Uh-huh. I really do like that. Yeah. Schnaztastic. Schnaztastic. So that's what you can expect if you join the college. We have a private group for you that you can ask more in-depth questions. Right, how can I sign up? How can you sign you, up? Your value proposition exceeded my budget, but <laughs> you brought me in there. I want to sign up. You can check it out and okay. check out at <laughs> thecookiecollege.com. Yeah. Or at me and Heather, we can answer any questions or email us at heather at sugarcookiemarketing.com. In fact, heather at sugarcookie, it's full. So just email me at sugarcookie.com. Okay, that takes us through Vendi Blendy. It takes us through sponsors. It takes us through text. It takes us through the main thing. Do you have a Twinterest? Do you have a Twinterest? I have a Twinterest. As I stare throughout my phone <laughs> to see what I've purchased. Is Twinterest only things you recently have bought? That's all. I have you not a lot going on right a now. a different Twinterest. Okay, I'll tell you what my Twinterest would right. Are you going to talk about yeah. that? <laughs> okay, I like fidgeting with stuff. Okay, maybe it's a mental disorder. Maybe it's a therapy session I should have had and skipped. I don't know. It feels good to fidget with things. Okay, cool, right? So everyone knows that I buy them. And then my older sister was like, I really like fidgeting with things. Can you buy me them too? So I'm buying her. She's buying me. I have not been bought anything. shows up with the perfect fidget thing I've ever seen in my life. Listen, if you are familiar with poppets. It's one for your They are not all created equal. No, you got to have one with a little. I found one that has two on one side, two on the other. But it's super. So Corey, I said, well, where's mine? And she's like, I didn't get you one. I said, okay, I don't even have a car to go get myself one. Get your butt <laughs> okay. back to Target. Guys, I want to tell you. I drove to two Targets. 
They're gone. They're goners. Okay, describe to this. Maybe somebody in podcast line can find it. It looks like a butterfly, but it has two poppet squares on each okay. side, and the pencil goes up the middle. It's in the school supply department before they eradicated it, it for listen, the listen Halloween to me. department. If you find, how much did that cost? A dollar. If you find me one and mail it to me, I'll give you five dollars. Five dollars. It looks like a butterfly, but it's not a butterfly. It actually, you put your pencil on there, so it's- five dollars. You'll create. You'll you'll make back your money for X. 5X. 5X. But they got to pay for shipping. Mm. That almost feel like it's a single stamper. <laughs> this is a single stamp. Listen, I will cover your cost, <laughs> your labor cost, your profit, and match it. Yeah, I went to two targets today. Could not find today? any. Uh-huh. Well, I asked for a last I went party. to the one on my way Trash. home last week. I'm glad they took your one. credit card and lost it. <laughs> did lose my credit card this week. What, do you have a Twinterest that is interesting? Maybe. Okay. Did you have something that's interesting that you didn't buy? Well, you know what? I, I did get influenced on on uh, TikTok. Okay. TikTok. Uh, oil pulling for your teeth. Oh, stop I got it. it. I no way. Why are you pulling oil from your teeth? Mm, some lady was like a rebuild you, Why is mouth. your teeth oily? Or I'm pulling oil. From your what? You, your noggin? Through no, your no, tooth? No. You get this like solution at Walmart. Said the TikTok guy who invented it. And you put it in a little cap and you swish it around your mouth and for what's two to ten pulling? minutes. Two they, minutes, two minutes. Minimum is two minutes. Work your way up to ten minutes. And what are you pulling? Oil. I was influenced. I didn't research it. What's the benefit? It that is you oil read? that they said. Oil pulling sounds like you're pulling. I'm gonna oil. be honest. They, they, I did a Google search while I was switching my mouth, <laughs> and they were like, "Nothing's proven this works." <laughs> However, I think it's a placebo effect. If I believe it works, some ladies like it rebuilds your teeth enamel and makes your mouth clean, makes you Rebuilds live longer. your teeth enamel. <laughs> so, how long did you swish for? Two. Just I'm two? Building, the bare men? Life crawls. Does it taste bad? They added some spearmint into it. I can't say it tastes great. It's a weird texture because it's oil. Texture? You're like swishing it in your teeth. What's pull- oh, so you're using it's oil just- to pull bad things. Yeah. They said it has some antiseptic properties as <laughs> well. <laughs> Influenced, I was. Do you feel fresher? No. Did but- you do it this morning? No, you have to brush your teeth immediately after. It was like very much. Please, please. please Are you brush just your teeth. a two day, two a two a day brusher? How many times do you brush your teeth a day? <laughs> when I wake up. Okay. And when I go to bed. You never slip one in there in the midday. No. After a big old it. Olive Garden lunch. Do you? Yeah. How many times a day? It could be. I used to be obsessed with it. Really? Yeah. We, okay. I went to the dentist and they're like, "Are you brushing too often?" I said, "I don't know." They said, "You've brushed your gums away." Yeah. That's why I had to stop. Right. I will probably do it three times a day. Sometimes when I get home, I just like. Oh, if I have anything on my teeth at all, I'm immediately. Do you, okay. What? How often do you floss? I have the individual pickers. Okay, same. Once a day. There. I do twice a day. Twice a day for the pickles? What yeah. happened in the middle of the night? What are you picking out of there? Uh, uh, no, kind of like a midday floss. Oh, like. There's nothing left like in my stuff. teeth after I have oil blow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The guy was real passionate about it on TikTok, and he said, "Now we are carried in Walmart. You, you best believe." Any it. dental hygienist listening, <laughs> please <laughs> inform us: Is oil pulling worth it? They're gonna say no. But what? I don't have a lot going on right now. Oil pulling seemed interesting. What have you done? I'm trying to think. Nothing like even like close to oil pulling. That was a weird one, right? But then the oil pulling company, I found like the same packaging was in the bath products area. Yeah. And it's these little shower 
fizzers. Oh, they got you. Yeah. Come I said, from boop, mile away. And I put you that and said, please do not put in the direct line of the shower. What? It will dissolve immediately. <laughs> <laughs> put it in the, the shower steamer and let it splash. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> I have a shower steamer. Pumpkin. <laughs> We go to Corey's house, and I'm sorry that we have you guys as hostages now. It is the like a pumpkin hits you all year round, punches you. Listen, uppercut, eyeball, stomach, pumpkin smell. I got into Corey's car, and I said, "Wow, that pumpkin is so strong from your house. It's in your car." And she pulls out another air freshener (laughs) pumpkin. (laughs) Pumpkins didn't know what they had when they got Corey. You know, there's just something about it. Smell like that. Pumpkin Some smell. Does. Starbucks do. Yeah, pumpkin mixed with all the good mm, smells. We're gonna go pumpkin. So good. Picking. I do usually go pumpkin picking with me and not your kid that doesn't care. <laughs> no, he doesn't. But he does want to go to trick or treating this year. What was I gonna tell you? What my little, my little pumpkin um, <laughs> twin trust was? Bucky's those circles, mm, cake balls. Those cake Bucky balls nuggets. were legit. Oh, here I ordered a rant from a random company. Okay, what? Hair shampoo, shampoo and condition. From who? In Pros? It's called Now Naturals. Never had heard of it. What were you? Is this a TikTok? Absolutely. It's not a TikTok, I don't think. I think I stumbled you upon it. You happened upon a hair product? A hair, and I regretted it because I was never getting my package. And I said, oh my goodness, I have wasted TikTok shop. $30. No, it's a random shop. Oh, okay. Then I get an email that says, sorry, we have not sent out anyone's package. Uh oh. If you would like, if you are unhappy, I am. Email us and get a free bar of soap. I would be like, I don't want a bar of soap. I want the hair <laughs> conditioner. I don't like using bars of soap. I know, but to, for you to mess when up I and then make me do a job of when emailing. I see you? a bar of soap. I see a future day I'll spend cleaning Absolutely. its remnants. Yes. From you should the see. Show. I don't use soap bars. But Nate does. Nate does. Nate, soap's coming. Did you bar. see they put soap bars in loofahs now? I saw that. That's not it's a It's still soap's coming, though. Absolutely. But. So then I finally get my na- my now naturals hair shampoo and conditioner. <laughs> I open these up. The shampoo labeled beautifully. Conditioner, just a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, "When did I order?" <laughs> I opened the cart. He said, "Nothing went as planned for this order." <laughs> so sorry, it's been two weeks. <laughs> it's we were waiting nothing. on an updated label for the conditioner when they finally came in they were wrong as well so we decided to just ship it out (laughs) you know what a judgment call had to be and they were like you know we gotta make it i was like you know while i'm not unhappy i'm not happy (laughs) (laughs) did you try it (laughs) (laughs) i'm very worried about (laughs) quality control over there you don't want to know how the hot dogs Like, I didn't want to. Why did I have to do? Why didn't you just send me the soap bar in my order, my labelless order? <laughs> like, why are you making me do you work? Know, like, maybe some people are happy. Why? <laughs> I will say, like, they didn't give me my order, and they're like, you could either email this us. This company's fine for its life. <laughs> email us and get a bar of soap. <laughs> or 10% off in their future order. And I said, this is what goes to Cookie Cutter. Like, I was the one. Totally ruined your birthday. Just what? Oh, my God. Thank you for that. I needed replacement. I'd just rather pluck out both eyes and not get it from Target. <laughs> it just said, like, with the help with hair growth. Uh, not with the hair I lost. <laughs> I'm waiting for it to come into the mail. I was like, have I been stolen? <laughs> <laughs> have you ever been stolen from? 
a company just taking your money and running? No. <laughs> but that was pretty close. <laughs> I took my sanity and ran out. <laughs> now you have a bad taste in your mouth, especially if it gets Yeah, so I was like, even thinking, I was like, I'll never order from now naturals ever again. I got influenced and got this face wash off of TikTok that you order. I always what just is order it? My, yeah, it looks like it came out of a hospital. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it didn't work better. It's blood red soap. I don't blood know. red soap? Yeah, it looks like, did I cut my leg What's shaving? it called? It has like... Now natural. Like it's sound. <laughs> yeah, no label. No, it's something doctors use before they go into surgery. And oh, some TikTok doctor was like, "This will kill all bacteria ever." And Listen, I know you have a moisture barrier. Yeah. Anyways, I wasn't gonna wash my face with it after it came out looking like. <laughs> Uh, crime scene, <laughs> but I said, you know, it'd be, what if that was a secret to clear skin and I'm just sitting here not using it? So I was like, I'll just try it one time on my face. And I accidentally got it in my mouth. Might as well end up in the hospital and get a refill. Ew. It tasted gnarly. Did that not dry your face out beyond all? I I do the glazed donut method where you look like a glazed donut. I and look put so like much a glazed on. donut, but still things can dry your face out. I don't know. I didn't know. It also didn't dry out the pimples, so I guess we're still here. <laughs> I'm also wondering anyone on the podcast who has sons. Sons? Sons. Oh, boys. children. <laughs> I was like, okay. I passed that boy. I think I was five feet away. Smelled pure B.O. Give <laughs> <laughs> a deode. I, he has two deodes. They're just sitting there. I said, what can oh, you tell? No. Yeah. What can you tell a kid to like explain the bennies of deodorant? I I said, whoa. Typically, you'd use bargaining chip of girls. I don't think I like them yet. No, no girls. I said, whoa, bro. You want me to bring it up on Gary's Mond when we game on Thursday at 5 to 5.30? Are you? What is that? What is that smell? <laughs> <laughs> How are you going to get it to him? Nate needs to say something. Yeah. Well, I said, yo, bro. I said, I'm smelling you, you before thought, I see you. Did you say to your son, yo, bro? Yo, bro. Yeah, he goes, what's up, my dude? Something I do just smell a little harsh. <laughs> Did he get it? He he took a shower and I said, "Okay, that's half the battle." I said, "Deodorant." He said, "I put it on." Oh, good. Does but he understand? Do I have to you kind of got to go more than once. I don't know. I think you remind him, and then suddenly he gets married, and it's another lady's job. Yeah, but I'm like, leave it out so you visually see it when you hop out of the shower. Did he? Is he putting it away? Yeah, he's putting it in the cupboard. Oh. Which most things do go in the cupboard. I hate seeing products. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. So that's where we're at, small child. Tell him to oil pull his armpits and see if it helps. Okay, we gotta let these people go. Okay. You're dying. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>